0: Right. we're back what is this uh
1: we're all the way up to episode four episode four on the double header week i like how i had into the preview
0: i, I really want one... the beginning of the I re- season i released we released one episode and then it took us three weeks to release another one basically <laughs> and then now we're at four we have like three in the
1: span of a week
0: basically basically basically
1: but it's gonna start becoming a bit more consistent because we're gonna start having games every week yep
0: okay uh let me see standings okay this week uh i mean this episode we're gonna talk about uh our predictions for mls given that it's gonna start on saturday i believe i haven't checked the schedule maybe there's a game on friday who knows
1: um, let me check right away
0: uh, it starts on Saturday never mind I just saw the 26th well, let
1: me not check right away
0: Yeah, it starts on Saturday the 26th so we'll go over the, the first round of fixtures uh, in the second half of the podcast in the first half we're going to discuss where we think each team's going to finish during the regular season uh, we'll do the playoffs when we get around to them uh... anywho all right, let me so, send you the yeah. link so we can get this thing started. You're gonna start off, and um, I think we should just do this random. So pick a team and think about where you think it's gonna end up, and and we'll do it this way. You pick the first team. You discuss where they're gonna end up. Um, you could I don't know however you plan on doing it, but then once you pick one, I'll decide where I think they'll go, and then I'll okay. pick I'll pick the next team. And that way, it's kind of we go
1: back and forth. All right. Well, I'm just gonna start easy from the top with Austin. Yeah. Um, and based. Do you want me to let you know what their standings were for last season? Their standing for last season was 12th in the Western Conference. Oh, you got it open. Their Uh their record does not look (laughs) very favorably. Uh, with nine wins, four draws, and 21 losses. It doesn't seem to be something of confidence for, the, for finishing the season in that way. And I don't know if they've improved much of their team to mm-hmm. say that they're going to finish any higher. Do you have any info on that? Um,
0: they loaned out one of their DPs
1: from last season. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of bringing in they I, got rid. I did believe...
0: I did believe they brought somebody in, but I don't remember off the top of my head who okay, it was. But
1: not enough to change the whole team dynamic in order to bring, bring like a better performance. I don't so, think
0: so. They, their manager is Josh Wolf. Everybody seemed to be excited by him, but, I mean, they did terrible last season.
1: Yeah. I'm going to... Keep them at twelfth, mm-hmm. which is where they finished last season, um, because I don't know if Houston is going to be any better this okay. season.
0: Oh, never mind. This <laughs> I thought I had some notes on this. Uh, I could check in transfer market. Let's see what let's see what their activity was for transfer market. This is why we call it nil no, no podcast because. We don't have a clue. We didn't have a clue what to call it. And we didn't have a clue how to run it. So (laughs) there's the the nil nil is in
1: reference to no knowledge. Yeah. All right.
0: So transfers. All right. So. Oh, interesting! Interesting. Okay, so arrivals. Wow, they they have a lot of arrivals.
1: Austin. Yeah. Wow, that's okay. a lot. Whoa. So, okay. that's exactly what I was asking about. Okay. How much came in? Interesting. Interesting.
0: Okay. So,
1: um, let me get into the detailed tab. Even though we did already do a transfer market yeah. episode, this is mm-hmm. kind of like a 2.0 transfer market. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, uh, in terms of arrivals, uh, mm-hmm. Sebastian Driussi uh, is an Argentina international. I believe he was. He's one of their DPS. He arrived. He's 25 years old. He came from Zenit Saint Petersburg for around okay. seven million. He is worth eight. 0.25 million. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a guy named Zan Kolmanic who arrived from the Slovenian league appears. Uh, okay. Let's see. Then there's Musa Gite from Senegal and he came from league two. He's a center forward. They signed a defensive midfielder named Joe. I want to say it's Johan Valencia from Deportivo Cali. Uh, that's in uh, Colombia. Okay. He is, uh, they signed a goalkeeper named Damian Las from England, and he is American and Polish, and he came from the <laughs> Fulham U23s. Uh, really? They also signed Maxi Uruti, who he's he's pretty popular around the league. Uh, he was, I believe, at FC Dallas first, and then he ended up going right. to Montreal Impact back when it was called the impact Mm -hmm. from there he went to houston and now from houston he went to austin so uh i think he just needs no never mind he hit the trifecta of texas teams he's played in every single one (laughs) yeah yeah but he's he's one of those he's one of those reliable um strikers although i think he's reaching that age probably where he's gonna start to slow down
1: but i wish you know speaking of trifecta yeah um the Texas teams are also hitting the trifecta of the bottom of the list yes, of yes. the Western Conference. Yeah, but, I mean the
0: LA teams hit the trifecta of not qualifying for the playoffs. So, yeah, I true. mean it's it's not <laughs> it's not any better. Actually, we could just say California because I don't think San Jose made it either. So,
1: yeah, I mean you got Galaxy at eighth, yeah. LAFC at ninth, and San Jose at tenth for last season. Yeah, uh, we also. Saw uh, they also signed Ethan Finley
0: from Minnesota, to, from Minnesota United. He was a free transfer, so it makes it. makes I think that probably means he was a free, free agent. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that's the notable ones. There's a guy named Philippe Martins, central midfield. I mean, the ones that sent out to me is Driussi, who's a DP, a Maxi Uruti and uh, Ethan Finley. That's the ones that I recognize
1: overall yeah.
0: the age of their signings is
1: 23.8 okay um let's see who you left. know what? I, I would assume that these signings would improve the Austin side a bit yeah uh, so now knowing all of this I think I would remove them from 12th and maybe put, put them at 10th uh-huh. just because I don't think that they uh, have chemistry right off the bat. Yeah. Um. and that's still going to need some time to establish and along with that if they don't have a good handful of games right at the beginning I think it'll be harder for them to get into some rhythm where they can actually perform well um, so I'm not going to see them I don't think at least in the top 7 I don't think so I'll, uh, I, I stick with 10 oh, okay 10
0: fill it in we need to read off this list at the end. Alright.
1: <laughs> Alright. And where do you see them finishing? Okay. I don't I wouldn't put them as
0: high as ten. I feel like a lot of other teams got better. I don't know who's gonna finish I don't know who's gonna finish last in this conference. We should go one conference at a time just to so not make it confusing, right? Yeah, um, let's just keep
1: going with the conference.
0: So we're starting off with Western Conference. Austin. Yeah. 12 I would say since it's their second season in the league, they're going to improve. You By one position? Yeah. I'm going to put them at 11th. I don't know if they're good enough to go up two, considering the teams that are around them. Like Even the bottom teams in the West don't seem that bad. San Jose does right. to give up a lot of goals.
1: And the difference this time around is that there's going to be one extra spot.
0: And I do like the signings that they made, although the fact that they sold off or they, they got rid of their DP means that maybe they're not the best in picking their players. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's still to be seen.
0: All right, so I'm sticking with a lot. Did you even change it on yours? I didn't even see it.
1: Um, I have it on ten. It
0: hey, enter? Oh, now I see it. I think it's because you still had it in the editing mode, huh? I did. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I'm next. Who do I think. I think I'm going to go. I'm going to try to go knock the easy one out of the way is who I think is going to finish bottom. (laughs) Hmm. There's a lot here. Oh, so much for the easy one. No, I know, but I'm just like, there's so many bad teams. (laughs) Uh, you know interesting interesting okay okay I think this might be controversial I'm gonna go with Rel, Salt Lake Lake as my last last place team and the reason is they are under new ownership and I don't believe they've bought a single player yet (laughs)
1: <laughs> so they have the same team as last season.
0: Yes. Let's see. Let me let me confirm that. Where is it, man? It's so hard to find the logo. Oh, it's at the bottom. All right. Transfers. It says they have a ton of. See, I don't know how much a trust transfer market because it says they have a ton of arrivals and all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got a bunch of free transfers, a bunch of draft picks, and loan transfer, a bunch of MNO. They basically just have academy players that came in. So, nothing notable that would significantly improve I mean, their squad. Nothing cost the money except for one signing that was a center back from Greece mm-hmm. and uh, he was a hundred thousand like that's how much it cost. Okay. In terms of departures, their one of their best players, Albert Rusnak, left for Seattle for mm-hmm. free. Oh wow, that's terrible business. Oh and wait, did they bring back Anderson Julio left, huh? To Liga Max. interesting yeah I don't see anything notable on this list
1: hmm. well I'm gonna put them at ninth. I'm not gonna put them dead last because I'm gonna based on what you have said is that the majority of the squad is still the same minus that best player that they had um, so I, that would mean that they would go down a couple of spots but I don't think they'll be dead last. We'll see. I mean,
0: that's that's the trouble with MLS. Everything's so often the best teams aren't that far off from the worst teams unless you're one specific team that I'll mention in the next conference. Pretty sure you can you think <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. you know who I'm thinking about. Yep. Uh but every there's a lot of parity in the league, so it's really hard literally in the loser places it could mm-hmm. be anybody yeah especially
1: uh, with, with having the um, new teams this season yeah okay so the next one mm, let's see oh it's my turn to choose right yeah hmm San Jose what do we know about them
0: on any departures or uh, I know the Mexicans left so you got rid of you
1: know Alanis and you got rid of Fierro, who, Fierro.
0: they both went to
1: Liga MX. okay uh, any new signings uh, they did sign
0: one of the DPs from Philadelphia Union I believe so that's that's good they had another signing let me try to remember San Jose okay Jamiro Montero is one of the DPs from Philadelphia Mm -hmm. Um, he arrived they signed Jan Gregoosh from Minnesota I know he's a pretty decent player Um, besides that in the middle of last season I believe they signed Jeremy Obobasi from Portland Timbers and I know he was doing decent from them uh, there's not
1: much besides that everything else was free pretty much well they finished 10th last season with just 10 wins 11 draws and 13 losses um, I see that improving maybe slightly mm but not too much oh and so. wando retired oh <laughs> you should have led with wando retired yeah um you know what i actually don't think that salt lake's gonna do i mean salt lake uh san, san jose Jose's gonna be, do that well this season a lot of people think it's uh, Almeida's last year that he's getting tired of mls I mean, it could be, uh, but I just have a feeling that they're actually not going to do well. I'm not even going to go with statistics on this one. I just have a feeling that they're not going to do well. Um, so they finished 10th last season. You know what? I'm going to actually put them down to 13th. Okay, not
0: bad. Uh, for me, based on all the stuff I mentioned, I'm pretty sure Almeida wants to move on to something more interesting, whether that be a better team in MLS, or maybe he wants to go back to Liga and Mekis, but I don't think he'd go back unless it's for Chivas. I'm not 100% sure on that. Maybe he'll go I back mean, to Argentina. Always,
1: maybe there's a, there's always a, an international job if it's available. Yeah, his contract expires at the end of this year
0: uh, for Almeida. Um, in terms of Jeremy Obobese, I think he played better at Portland. <laughs> and with San Jose, uh, I don't think they're getting the best out of him as much as they could. Jamiro Montero is an exciting signing but that's just one I mean you need support all over the place especially with their defense Uh, they need a lot of work back there so I'm going to agree with you I'm going to put them in 13th place as well hmm surprising yeah okay it's my turn to pick a team now right yep okay let's see okay I'm going to pick one at random um Houston Houston, <laughs> Houston Dynamo Yeah. All right, let's see what Oof. Well, Dead they got laugh. Yes, they did. But like I said, I think they a lot of the teams have been adding to their value. The only one that didn't was Ralph Salt Lake basically. Uh okay, right, right. So they ended up improving by Signing Steve Clark, the goalkeeper from Portland. Oh. That's a good signing. I know from what I remember he's pretty good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a pretty good signing. They also signed uh, a center forward from the Barawai First Division. Mm -hmm. They also signed a center back from the Turkish Super League. They have Corey Baird remember him oh yeah so that's some pretty decent signings i'd say they reinforce themselves well um mm-hmm. doesn't cover all of the areas but they did well let's see their goal difference was terrible the goals, was, the goals against they're actually not the worst though they'd be yeah if anything they're tied for third last which isn't bad yeah uh, considering that Galaxy has the same amount <laughs> um, in terms of goals for, it looks like they really struggled in the goal scoring department. Fifty four, no, thirty six yeah. goals for. Like that's yeah, that's 30, tied or that'd be lowest if not for Austin. Right. So the fact that they did sign a center forward, um, especially from the first division, hopefully mm-hmm. that's good news. And uh, the they also
1: should. Reduce the goals against.
0: They also have a new coach in Paulo Nagamura. Mm-hmm. Let's see. And he played for Sporting Kansas City in 2017 last... Yeah. So... I'm going to put Houston down in 12th. I believe they won't be bottom of the league, but I don't know if they did enough to get into you know close to the top half of the table so yeah that's exactly
1: the same spot that that i was looking at too i'm also going with 12th on that one we're just gonna end up with the same table (laughs) (laughs) no we already have a couple that are different i mean i have austin in 10th you have them in 11th Yeah, i have salt lake on 9th you have them dead last dead last Mm -hmm. okay um the next team that I want to review is um let's go with Portland
0: Portland Timbers interesting 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 Mm -hmm. that's uh they got a lot of they got a lot of issues right now and it's not uh it's not on the field issues.
1: It's off the field issues? Yes. So, what are we I facing? think one
0: of their. They terminated the contract of one of their players uh, for, I think, domestic violence. Oh, no. Yes. Let's see. There is an ESPN article on this. Um. Uh, so, there's rumors that the club tried to hide these allegations, I believe. So it says uh, there's an investigation into how a club handled the allegations of domestic abuse against their midfielder who the contract are uh, they terminated the contract for. Um, but apparently, so they they got rid of his contract, I think at the beginning of this year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and let's say it says the timbers have been aware of a call made to police in may 23rd 2021 so that was a whole you know
1: <laughs> eight months wow. ago ish yeah that was quite a while ago yeah that's something that should have been addressed at that moment mm-hmm. well that's um they did not inform the mls about another... the
0: incident in may and they renewed his contract despite the fact that
1: of the incident. That's terrible. That's just yeah. terrible. It's unfortunate to hear that these cases tend to mm-hmm. be so common. In the football world. Yeah, so... Well, so... Okay, so they released that player. Mm-hmm. What else? Well... nothing else
0: yeah well it's because they also own the portland thorns which is the women's team
1: okay uh and how does that affect the portland timbers
0: so uh two players accused former coach of basically
1: the portland timbers the
0: thorns <laughs> the thorns
1: no i, know, I know portland yeah, yeah, yeah like
0: okay. the, the women's team so two players <laughs> accused the coach of uh, Basically sexual abuse. Uh, And she reported his behavior to the Timbers front office back in 2015.
1: That sounds like they're out of control.
0: Yeah. Uh, And... They said they would do an investigation... Uh, From the complaint, but they closed it without interviewing any players. So other investigations could take precedence. So, yeah, that's that's all. That's that's all the Portland stuff going on. I don't think there's anything else. But uh,
1: I don't know if that'll affect the field. I mean, isn't that one player being released? Yeah.
0: They also um, lost uh, basically their version of, the, of carlos vela which is diego valeri
1: oh finally he yeah, ended he, up he went
0: back to argentina with i think with the team that he debuted in. really wow
1: yeah he wrote a really nice letter though i read it on instagram super nice yeah i mean because i know that um i want to say the 2020 season it was like was he going to come back or was he not going to come back, right? Yeah. And he ended up coming back. So, okay. That, that saga finally concluded in him leaving the club. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with all of that said. Um, Portland having finished, you know, in the finals... Does it affect them as much, everything that you mentioned, on the field? Yeah, it was probably on the
0: final. Yeah.
1: yeah. So probably it won't affect them that much. But, I mean, O'Larry leaving, and then you said their goalie was signed by Houston, right?
0: Yeah, but they chose to, really, like, not renew his contract.
1: Right. Um, I'm going to say they're going to finish lower this time. Probably sixth. Six.
0: Interesting. Okay, we're gonna definitely we're gonna differ on this one. Yeah. Alright, so for me they have off-the-field issues, but I think last season the season before that um, what's the name of that player... Brian, He came from Nagaxa. Brian Fernandez, that's what it was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that guy had, like, he had drug issues during that season. He scored a lot of goals for them,
1: but he had drug issues. That explains why he scored a lot of goals, doesn't it?
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird situation. It was like he went... I think he retired himself from the team. Like he pulled himself back, and then all of a sudden, I think they just ended up canceling his contract. And mm-hmm. he was a DP level signing. Uh, right. But Portland always seems to have those kind of issues. That's what's weird. It's been a couple of years now where something like that's popped up. Although I don't think <laughs> it'll affect them that much. Like it might. I think I think they'll go down a bit, but I don't think they'll go down as much as basically reaching the final. So I'm gonna put them. I uh, want to say I'm going to put them in fourth place.
1: Okay. Well, just based on the table, that's the same position that they were in. Yeah. So, so re- repeat. Repeat. Yeah. Reads and repeat. I think they'll be a little lower. Yeah. Okay. All Next right. Thing, uh, Colorado. Colorado, who did? T- Finished at the top of the conference last season. Yeah. Where do we see them? All
0: right. So obviously they have Mark Anthony Kay. Um, they sold some of their best players or uh, some of their young players. I think one of them ended up going to Arsenal. <laughs> That's, That's a good one. one. I know. I know. It's, it seems so random too because I think I think that was Austin Trusty one that we talked about on another podcast yeah i do remember that um let's see colorado colorado let's see the transfer activity they lost keller costa to lafc right right yeah so okay so they acquired mark anthony k doesn't seem like they got a lot of people they got Dominic Baggi from Nashville. Brian Acosta from Dallas. Uh, let's see. Uh, Austin Trusty. What? Oh. I guess he's still on with him. No, I'm not sure. That. Uh, nothing else mm-hmm. pops out. In terms of departure, uh, one of their left backs left for the Belgian League. The other center back went to Arsenal. Uh, Kelan Acosta was a defensive midfielder he went to LAFC uh, they lost the left winger to Seattle
1: and then a the center forward as well sounds like they had quite an amount of changes going on in the team mm-hmm. so it's not going to be the same team that performed so well last season yeah. with that in mind how do you think that they'll do I don't think, I think they overperformed last season.
0: They finished, wow, they really finished top of the West. That's still hard for me to
1: believe, but they also destroyed us on the last game of the season, like 5-1. Yeah, but I mean, with the record that they ended up finishing, 17-10-7, I think it it's supposed to be, you know, that kind of a finish against us, who we weren't performing that well at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's not that great of a record. It's pretty good. The top three, to, the top three, have seventeen wins, though, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, the top, yeah, the top four yeah, have no, seven wins. No, no. I ways. think,
0: I think, I think they way overperformed. Uh, I want to say, I'm gonna put them in six. I think they'll down, still or com- down. Yeah, I think, I think they'll still comfortably get into the playoffs, but I don't think they picked up anybody to replace Kellen Acosta. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put Colorado on six.
1: Six. Okay. I agree with you. I think that they did end up overperforming. And if you include all of the changes that happened in the rosters, which isn't going to be this team. I mean, if it was the same team coming back, maybe they might be finishing top three again. Yeah. Um, but because there's so many changes, I don't think that they're going to finish in the top three. I'll have them one above yours and at fifth.
0: Interesting. I cannot figure out who you think is going to be in the top four.
1: All right, so your turn to pick a team. My turn to pick a team, okay. Uh, oh. Well, let's just go one below that, Seattle. Seattle. All right. Well, you go. I want to say as far as I can remember, I always remember Seattle finishing more or less pretty well.
0: They're always they're, – I mean, they're the top team, the most consistent team in the West, if not in the league.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, they also signed Russell Lake's strongest player. They still have all their good players. Even their youth players play well when they get subbed in. So that's hardly a weak mm-hmm. point for Seattle. The only issue that Seattle has is they always start off the season slow and they get better as the season progresses, which is technically way better than doing the opposite. And the, <laughs> the equivalent of the opposite is the LA Galaxy. <laughs>
1: yeah. So <laughs> So based on that information and knowing that they're very consistent, but having such strong players, I'm actually going to give them the number one spot interesting yeah uh
0: they also have one of the best coaches in brian schmetzer i believe his name is um mm-hmm. he's pretty consistent i mean they're very happy with him i don't see why yeah, they wouldn't uh, be considering how competitive they are
1: and as how much far as i can remember yeah as far as i can remember they've always been a really good team uh from my memory from whenever i've watched them and kept up with the league um And I think that they're always a threat with any team that they play against. Um, I guess if they do end up performing bad, it's usually on them rather than the other team outplaying them. So, yeah. For me, it's uh, first on Western Conference for them. Where do you see them?
0: I see them being consistent. I think if you have Seattle... If you're doing your predictions and you have Seattle anywhere out of the top three, you're probably crazy. You're, that's that's a long shot, picking Seattle not to finish in the top three. They're, they're so consistent. They're not going to finish anywhere else, and they're always competitive, like I said. It's always a struggle for anybody to beat Seattle. So, considering that, uh, I do have a first-place team in mind, but it's not Seattle. But I do believe they're going to finish in second. So Although they same. they're equally
1: yeah, they're equally likely to finish on first though. So, it's kind of like a coin toss between first
0: and second. Yeah, but I'm going to go with second because I believe another team might just barely beat them.
1: Okay. Okay, well, let's go on to the next one. Um,
0: let's see who's left, who's left. Uh, Kansas City Sporting Kansas City. Sporting Kansas. The only, the only thing that of oh note that I remember from the transfer season is that uh, Pulido is out injured for this season. He's out the whole season? I don't know if it's the whole season, but I think it's a good chunk of it because he had a surgery.
1: Yeah, he was pretty impactful in plenty of games for them. Let's see.
0: So Pulido got knee surgery at the beginning of the year, and they don't know when he's going to be expected to return. And then mm-hmm. another one of their players has uh, an ACL rupture and since the middle of the year last year, so who knows. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So pretty much players that they have already been playing without. Yep and even then they ended up finishing third last season. <laughs> so, without right. those two players and I'm assuming you're looking at some more information.
0: Yeah. Where do you to... To... Let's see transfers. Let's see the So, they ended up signing a center back from the Slovenian League. They also ended up signing a left winger from the Cyprus League. They got mm-hmm. a left back from League 2. They signed Ben Sweat from Austin, but I believe that was last in the middle of last season. Uh, besides that, I don't see any notable additions in terms of departures. They moved on Gianluca Busio, who is one of their you know, main guys in the middle, but he was also young. I think they're just trying to move Mm -hmm. on. They also lost Ilié Sanchez, who's with us, LAFC.
1: Um, Right.
0: They do have... Where is he? Uh, Daniel Shallowy, who was scoring tons of goals for them. So he's still in the squad, so that's good. So if anything, I don't think they reinforced themselves as much as they could have. So Mm -hmm. I think they're going to drop off a bit. Where did they finish last season? Third place. Uh, I'm going to have them in fifth.
1: Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was also thinking about the same thing about them dropping off. Um, But I'm going to go with... What do I want to go with? You know what? I'm gonna put them in fourth. That's where I see them.
0: Oh, okay. The whole our whole top half of the table is
1: gonna be completely different. <laughs> My whole prediction is gonna be absolutely wrong. You think so? Maybe what? I think that the majority of it's gonna be wrong. Maybe there's going to be like one or two teams that will finish in the positions that I'm giving them. Yeah. But with the knowledge I have and how not closely I followed the league last season, um, I think I'm going to be all sorts of wrong. Interesting. Well, I
0: mean, like I said, anything can happen. Some teams can be garbage. True.
1: That's true. All right. Okay. What team are you going with? The next team I want to choose. Uh, let's finish off Texas with Dallas. Dallas, okay.
0: I mean, it's up to you, man. I, I don't. I'm going after
1: you. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm just choosing based on the list.
0: are you trying to think about or what?
1: Oh, I thought you were going to give me some more info.
0: That's what I was wondering. I was like, oh, he wants me to give him info.
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, because, I mean, if I were just to go based on their previous record from last season, it wasn't that great. It's 7-12-15. Okay, so. 47 in favor and 56 against. So that's not the greatest. But did they bring in some notable players in that would bring up their game? Okay.
0: Wow, they brought a ton of players in. Dang. Okay. So uh, they did end up selling uh, Ricardo Pepe for mm-hmm. a, tra- a record transfer fee. They, You know Dallas, they they sell their youth Academy kids before they even touch the first team. You know, that's how they do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like Weston McKinney came from there. They, I think one of their players went to Bayern. Uh, they got, I think one of the players went to AS Roma. They sell everywhere. Um, uh, point is they have great players that just never make the first team. Yes. And that's why the first team has always been really inconsistent and they're always on the bottom half of the league. Um, uh, mm-hmm. However, they're probably one of the most they should be one of the richest clubs considering that they they sell so many players for decent amounts of money. Right. Uh, so yeah, they ended up selling Ricardo Pepe who was their forward and in terms of signings, they did make a record signing by signing Alan Velasco, a left winger from uh Club Atletico Independiente from Argentina. Uh, mm-hmm. For $13 million, they they really, you know, they opened there up. They were splurged. Yeah, they opened up the the piggy the bank. <laughs> they also have Paul Ariola from DC United. Oh.
1: Yeah, he's a good he, player. He, he wanted to leave, but, athlete. you know, they,
0: and that's one of the most expensive signings in terms of Garber bucks. They, they used all their Garber bucks. <laughs> On him? Yeah. They also signed a goalkeeper, but he's 17 years old, so they, they just signed him for the academy. Uh, right. And they also got Marco Farfan uh, in exchange for Ryan Hollings' head, which right. ended up in our team. And Marco Farfan is only 23 years old. So he's still got plenty of room to grow. Right. Um, let's see. He Another person joined. Another center back joined from. I don't know where. <laughs> I can't It looks like a college, so, I think. Pretty yeah. much. Any other notable ones? Yeah, a bunch of college players joined. They signed a goalkeeper from... What? What team is this? Oh, from the Dutch League. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, the main ones is Alam Marco Farfan, and Paul Ariola.
1: as their signings. I'm just going to put them in 11th. just based on those i mean they're not making yes they did make that record signing but we all know it's not just one player that's going to make the whole team better you have to address all the other areas that need work yeah um unless that's the only area that they were lacking which i highly doubt but Mm. um without improving any of the other areas just splurging on one position i don't think it's going to be enough to improve them so i'm just gonna leave them in 11th on that one okay for me i'm gonna put them
0: in um i'm trying to see who uh, who else i have on the list so make sure i don't take up one of their spots
1: yeah i feel like i've taken okay. some spots and there's some that i kind of want to change
0: i'm gonna put them in eighth place and that's gonna mean that they just right. barely miss out I know they just barely miss out on the on the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're gonna improve. Uh, the fact that they splashed all that cash on one of their wingers, uh, who's only nineteen years old. I hope that player does real good for them. Paul Ariona Ariola is really dangerous on the right hand side. So they got the left winger, right winger combo there. Um, right. I just gotta remember who their center forward is. Oh, right, they're. Well, one of their attacking midfield players is Jesus Ferreira, who is one of their academy players that they, they turned into a DP because he was that good. So I do <laughs> believe that did have a chance to become better. They also replaced their coach, who had them at the bottom of the league for the last couple of years. So, right, uh, I feel like they should. I'm expecting right. them to do better, but you know, don't be surprised if they're in the bottom of the table again.
1: Yeah, I mean, those are very notable changes, but I don't know. I just have a feeling they're still going to be in the same spot of 11th. Yeah.
0: All right, so for the team that I pick, because you picked Dallas, right? I did. Okay, I'm going to go with Minnesota.
1: Minnesota. Minnesota, okay. Where do we see Minnesota finishing Hmm. last season? They finished fifth. fifth
0: and I remember there was a game uh, LAFC against Minnesota it was an absolute cracker of a game
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I remember back I think and forth. we were outside doing something and I think we were doing some chores <laughs> or something <laughs> uh, and that was a super exciting game I think we lost that game though but I mean I could say that about 20 other games
1: yeah no but uh, that sounds right I feel like that Minnesota game was lost. They have oh right, never mind, never mind.
0: No, it was Tyler Miller. Tyler Miller gave gave us a goal for free. I remember that because we're his old team and he loves us forever.
1: Yeah, <laughs> still assisting.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we look at the squad. Let's look at who joined this year. Full we'll squad details. Uh, detailed. And joined. All right. So they signed Luis Amaria, center forward, from Club Atlético Velez Sarsfield for 1.98 million. They signed mm-hmm. Kevin Ariaga. It seems that like he had no team. Uh, so that's a free. Oh, it's Kevin Ariaga. My bad. That's a free signing, pretty much. Uh, they signed O'Neal Fisher from LA Galaxy for 330000 Uh They signed a goalkeeper from Columbus Crew, but he's 27. I don't think he's going to replace the current goalie anyway. Uh, oh, wait. Tyler Miller. Yeah, he's not going to replace Tyler Miller. They signed Aoudan Ladi uh, at the beginning of the year from Nashville SC. That's, that's not bad. Uh, besides that... I don't see a lot, but they're always a competitive team, so I don't really have at this point minnesota it's it's hard to tell but i I think they're still gonna barely make the playoffs if anything, so I'm gonna put them in seventh place
1: <laughs> seventh yeah that sounds about right for them yeah. and that's actually where. Actually no, I'm gonna put them in eighth. I think they're gonna miss it just by a little bit. Just by a hair. By a hair.
0: Yeah. You still, haven't, you still haven't picked the last place team.
1: <laughs> I know, and I actually looking at my list, I kind of want to switch one into my last place. Okay, I'll give you. I think once we pick the
0: list, we'll give you one to switch out, and then you gotta explain why. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, there's there's two that I want to switch, but um, you only get one. Fine, fine. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, next team. Next team. The next team. Uh, who's left? Um,
0: Nashville. Four teams left. Nashville. So they're the newcomers to the to the conference. Everybody knows that. Well, they got moved over since Charlotte had to go into the Eastern Conference. I feel bad for Nashville considering how far they have to travel compared to everybody else. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. I know. I was wondering
1: why they were on this
0: side. I think it's because Sacramento was supposed to join this year, but their deal went through because I think one of the owners pulled out their money. Oh. And so all of a sudden they didn't meet the requirements anymore. So who knows what's going on with Sacramento.
1: That's unfortunate.
0: St. Louis is supposed to join next season, I believe. So they're going to go in ours instead. I don't know if they're going to send Nashville back or they're going to keep them here. So uh, in terms of That's Nashville, they were pretty good in the Eastern Conference. But as we all know, a lot of people say the Eastern Conference is weaker than the West. So it's it'll be interesting to see where they finish up. They did finish in third. They have one of the best defenses because they got Walker Zimmerman. Uh <laughs> I'm I'm just going to say that as salty as possible.
1: (laughs) Unbelievable defensive player.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I don't have much to say. I didn't watch many games from Nashville, I'll be honest. But I know one of their DPs, Hani Mukhtar, finally, he struggled to score in his first season. But in this last season, that just happened. He was scoring for fun. And he was one of the most exciting players to watch. So, I rate Nashville highly. They finished third in the Eastern Conference last season. I'm going to have them finishing the exact same spot in our conference for this season. So, Nashville goes into my third place spot.
1: So, even in a harder conference, they're going to finish pretty much Mm -hmm. around the same. (laughs) Wait, did you pick that team and I just answered? I
0: think that's what happened. Pretty much. Oh, well.
1: (laughs) You did. Um, I got th- carried that's away. I was actually <laughs> based, based on their defense and, and just seeing how well they finished, um, I actually had the same spot chosen for third.
0: I mean, they're tied for least goals allowed with uh, New York Red Bulls in their conference. So
1: Yeah, it's understandable why. Yep.
0: Okay. Uh, you choose the next team. Okay, so there's three teams left. Um, who am I missing?
1: We've got the two LA teams and Vancouver. Oh, Vancouver, then. Let's go
0: Vancouver. Let's leave the LA teams for the last, cause that, for the end, because that's where we're from. So,
1: Vancouver. Okay, Vancouver.
0: You, t- you take the lead on this. <laughs> uh,
1: yes, let me pull out all of the details that I know.
0: Okay, um... Vancouver is pretty decent after they changed teams last season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, because they fired their coach. Let's see. Let me scroll down. They fired their coach, who was Mark Dos Santos, who is now one of the assistant coaches for LAFC. Mm, that's, that's right.
1: You remember you mentioning that.
0: All right, let's see. Let's so go squad, full squad details. Detailed. Joint. Joint. Okay. They signed Sebastian Verhalter Berhalter from Columbus for 550000 Tristan Blackman is there now, remember? because Charlotte FC ended up picking him from the expansion draft and sold him straight right. to Vancouver Whitecaps. So they have a the decent right-back slash center-back there. Uh, the San Florian Youngworth, but that was in the middle of last season from San Jose Earthquakes. Ryan Gould is the name that's going to... Ryan Gold and Brian White, those are the two names that are going to stand out to you right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Ryan Gould... He came in from Scotland, and he was uh, one of their electrifying players. He really got their season going, especially considering mm-hmm. when they switched over to their new, uh, their new coach. The only issue I have is I don't think they've uh, gotten a goalie to replace Maxime Crippo who's with LAC as well. That's right. Um, yeah, so they do have uh, what's his name, Thomas, Thomas Hassal, who is one mm-hmm. of their. He's only 22 years old. Uh, if you remember the MLS is back tournament, Vancouver Whitecaps had a young goalie who was saving everything. And that's him. Oh. So I believe they're going to put all this, the trust onto him and he's going to be the new starting goalie, but he still doesn't have a lot of experience. So I believe there's still going to be some, he's going to be capable of making some mistakes. So in terms of that, um, they had one of their dps lucas cavallini i don't think he scored that many goals uh yeah so yeah it's uh as long as they can get firing like they were at the second half of last season uh they did they did a decent push to get into the playoffs
1: i'm gonna say that they're gonna be the dark horse of this season and they're probably gonna finish second because i still have that spot open second <laughs> you're probably gonna end up switching that aren't you <laughs> no that's not the one i want to switch <laughs> uh, wow that's man
0: i guarantee you nobody's gonna match yours right there
1: for sure nobody's gonna but like i said i didn't follow that well and mine is just th- throwing darts in the dark
0: yeah um i think they probably overperformed, and considering that they didn't replace Maxime Crepault, I'm gonna place Vancouver in tenth place. The Wonder Kid's gonna block everything. Yeah, there's there's no way that's gonna happen. Of course it is. Of course it is.
1: All right, so you pick. Who's he was next. second to Crepault. Um. Okay. Uh. <laughs> uh. LaFC.
0: LAFC, interesting. Wait, didn't you pick Vancouver? Oh, yeah, I did. So you choose this one. Okay, well, LAFC then. (laughs) I mean, we could do LAFC at the end or whichever Uh, way. LAFC, I'm putting them as number one. I'm as unbiased as possible. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm putting them at first. I have a lot of hope. I'm feeling pretty good that we're going to get 2019 Carlos Vela back again. Sure, he's not going to be as fast as he used to, but in the two years that he was basically absent for large chunks of the season, I feel like the teams learned how to play together better. And we still have a good chunk of that group still here with a bunch Mm -hmm. of experienced MLS signings as well. Um, You know, we got Maxine Cropot in the back line. uh, So we finally have a reliable goalkeeper that Thomas Romero can learn from. Uh, not mm-hmm. only that, we also have McCarthy, another backup goalie. So we have two decent goalies, but Maxime Propos, one of the best goalies in the league. I don't have to feel worried about the goalkeeper situation anymore. I know he's going to do a great job there, and he seems happy to be part of the team. Um, right. Not only that, we've uh, bolstered our defense with uh, not only Don, was it Donil Henry? Um, mm mm-hmm who's coming in to give us depth at center back, I believe. But also, since we switched on, Michael for fan for Ryan Hollingshead. He's one of the best players in the league last season. And uh, one right. of the best left backs, I believe. Uh, so our defense is looking decent. Uh, we basically replaced Mark Anthony K with... and uh, What's his name? Uh, Edward Atuesta with mm-hmm. Kellen Acosta. And... As long as he can provide the same through balls that uh, that Atuesta can provide, we should be good no matter what. Because as long as we pair him up with uh, Latif or with Blessing in the midfield, he should cover enough ground to, you know, turn over possession and all that. And right. in terms of our strikers, I mean, we never had issues scoring goals. Our, issues was, our issue was always letting them Dependent. in. Yeah, so I think... A lot of people think that lafc had one of the best off seasons in terms of signings and all we did was sign experienced mls talent so that's something that we always miss we always signed from outside the league now we have people who have been there done that so i'm feeling pretty confident about being first
1: i agree with you i think that's pretty good Mm -hmm. um for me As much as I want them to perform well, I think they still have a ton to prove, especially under a brand new coach um, who doesn't have direct MLS experience um, and who was pretty much performing with another team who kept getting its players plucked out of it. Uh, And also with such a drastic change in the team and in the team roster, um, finding the right Combination of those players that will consistently give the best performance is still something that's to be seen. Um, and because of that, I think that they are going to make the playoffs, but they're going to be the like barely making it the, so far. You're the cautiously
0: cautiously optimistic side of it. And I'm like 100% optimistic. <laughs> We're gonna yeah, it's like, we're going to break uh, the record I'm seeing it right now we're going to break the record again <laughs> we're taking it back
1: <laughs> the, this
0: season's the cup that they win <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah I think they're going to make it but um, what place it could be higher but if I had to just put it based on everything I've seen so far I'm going to go with 7th mm-hmm. for them right. and finally we get to <laughs> Galaxy
0: <laughs> oh my god I mean,
1: I'm not mad at what space you have open for that, like, Galaxy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is just me being completely unbiased. (laughs) You went to the other half of the unbiased. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay, so tell me about Galaxy and where can I put them? All right, so
0: unfortunately, they still have Chicharito. So, uh, (laughs) no, I mean... (laughs) The first season, Chicharito was terrible. Everybody knew that, but uh, last season he finally started getting goals in. Uh, you would think that'd be enough, but no, they're still pretty bad at defending goals. So they scored yeah. fifty goals, but they left fifty-four of them in. Jesus. If you did that based on the amount of goals they let in, they should have been in the you know at the bottom of the table. Uh, they had yeah. a negative goal difference and almost qualified for the playoffs. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. <laughs> However, Minnesota did have a negative goal difference as well, and they did qualify for the playoffs, so I don't know which was more impressive. Uh, the one
1: that did qualify, of course.
0: Yeah. Uh, they did sign Douglas Costa. That's the elephant in the room. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody seems hyped about him. Me, I'm just like, they signed a guy that got relegated. It was a team that had just won the league a couple years prior, and he was part of the team that got Gremio relegated to the second division. So it's not like he's coming off one of the best seasons of his life and based on his right. production he's just been going down from there. So I'm not yeah, entirely we... convinced and he needs to provide service to Chicharito to in order for Chicharito to score goals uh at I think I feel like they centered the team around Chicharito last season and trying to provide mm-hmm. him with as much service as possible compared to the season before that when he wasn't getting any service at all now with douglas right. costa in the team i don't know if that's going to cause some kind of interference where they're trying to get both of them the ball and they might not know who to give it to per se but technically mm-hmm. douglas costa's job is to give it to chicharito but i'm not 100 percent sure he's going to be giving it to him as much as he likes uh um, right. besides that they still have julian arajo who's decent they have Efrain alvarez who i heard is doing good in preseason um they still have a couple of dps they signed last season who didn't really perform that well they might perform well this season however i heard they're still leaky at the back during preseason uh they also have raheem edwards your fair player so if, it's, he's, <laughs> if he's on the team he's gonna turn over possession quite a bit like he did for us yeah so that so means... he'll play like Tyler when he's playing against LA. Yeah, so that means maybe Galaxy might provide some... It might be vulnerable on the counter because he definitely gave a couple away that uh, ended up finding their way back. So, with that information,
1: you know, you have one spot open. Where did you put him? <laughs> <laughs> well, with the only spot open that I have left is the final and dead last place of 14. Um But... I doubt that that's where they're going to finish realistically. Mm-hmm. I doubt so uh, but, as well. That's why I try to be unbiased with the Galaxy and super biased with LAFC. <laughs>
0: yeah, you I'll did the opposite. Say I
1: was, well, here's the thing. It's not like I did it on purpose. I no. was really just placing the teams wherever I felt they did. But yeah. as it started filling up, that's when I noticed that some were probably not in the most correct spot. Yeah. So... Uh,
0: um, you have ninth open. I have ninth open. I don't think they're going to be good enough to make the playoffs again, considering that their defense isn't as great. They're mm-hmm. still working on it. They do have a good good coach in Greg Vanny, but I don't think that's enough to overcome the hurdle of qualifying for playoffs and considering right. that everybody else improved. Um, Douglas Costa is a huge addition, but how much does he add really? If he was coming off one of the best seasons that he had, then I'd be convinced just like everybody else seems to be. But right. – I mean that doesn't do much for me so i'm gonna put uh i'm gonna put them in
1: uh oh i'm gonna put them in ninth yeah i think (laughs) that that is fair um (laughs) i actually realistically if i had to look at them i'd say 10th for me Mm -hmm. uh and i'd push everybody from that i have from 10th down one down each so that All would right, so off. so
0: shift you're allowed to shift your table
1: dude okay so i'm moving everybody else one down you could just do um, the copy paste <laughs> yeah hold up okay so everybody else is just gonna go one down and i'm just gonna put them in tenth mm-hmm So that is something I'm a bit more comfortable with.
0: Okay. I think for me, let me check where they finished last season. Okay. So for me, if there was two teams I want to switch, I want to switch Vancouver and FC Dallas around in mind. So Vancouver, I had a 10th and FC Dallas an 8th. I'm going to move Vancouver to 8th and FC Dallas to 10th. 10th and i feel like that's more realistic i don't think vancouver should have that much of a drop off although they have been pretty terrible in the last seasons but uh, i feel like they should hold on to some of that form from last season at least so fc dallas goes to my 10th i'm feeling pretty good about my my list so uh read your list one more time so that everybody can uh get a sense of what your western conference (laughs) table looks like
1: All right, there's still a pretty ridiculous one in here. But uh, first, I have Seattle. Finishing second, I have Vancouver. Third, I have Nashville. Fourth, Kansas City. Fifth, Colorado. Sixth, Portland. Seventh, LAFC. Eighth, Minnesota. Ninth, Salt Lake. Tenth, Galaxy. Eleventh, Austin. twelfth. Dallas. Thirteenth, Houston. And dead last, I feel that San Jose is going to be there. Okay, and for me,
0: I've got LAFC winning the Western Conference. Uh, In second place, I've got Seattle. In third, I've got Nashville. In fourth, I've got the Portland Timbers. In fifth, I have Sporting Kansas City. In sixth, I got Colorado Rapids. In seventh place is Minnesota United. Eighth is Vancouver Whitecaps. In ninth, we have Galaxy. In tenth, we have FC Dallas. In eleventh, we have Austin. In twelfth, we have Houston. In 13th, we have San Jose. And in dead last, 14th place, I have Ralph Salt Lake. All right. It's time to move on to the Eastern Conference. I did not imagine us to take that much time talking about one conference. <laughs> Neither did so, I. Let's just try to. We don't. I don't Speak really keep up. I don't really keep up with the Eastern Conference that well. Um. So. Uh,
1: well, we could do this one a little different. We can just start rather than by teams we can start by positions yeah yeah let's do it that way just so that things move along faster
0: uh i'll start off this one so in first um technically new england thrashed everybody
1: and they smashed our points record but you Uh, did say that they overperformed
0: yeah uh I do believe they're performing and they sold one of their key players in Tejon Buchanan, which is a Canadian and he went to the Belgian league. Uh, mm-hmm. And that was a lot of goals for them. He was quick and his pace was really useful. So I don't know mm-hmm. if they replaced that. They did get Sebastian Leggett from Galaxy and Josie Altador is there now, but I mean, how much can Josie Altador provide these days? Not hundred percent right. sure. I'm going to, uh, in first place, I think I'll just go with the champions, New York city FC. Mm-hmm. They did lose one of their DP signings, but uh, apart from that, they kept the other. uh, Well, he's not a DP signing yet, but they're going to convert him to one, I'm pretty sure, in Tati Castellanos. He was Mm -hmm. uh, one of their best players, and he scored a ton of goals. And they're keeping up for the first half of the season, at least, so they can get their form started. And by the time he leaves, the rest of the team should still be decent. So I'm going to have
1: them first. Yeah, I actually had the exact same thought. I mean, if you finish off as a champion, sure, it doesn't mean that you're guaranteed to finish off first. I mean, you're looking at last season; they didn't finish first, but they still won the whole uh, championship and the playoffs. Um, but uh, I feel that if they continue rolling off of that high from there, I don't know how they did in the preseason, but um, if they continue with with that championship. Team mentality. I can see them being first place for uh, the Eastern Conference this season. All right, who do you who do you got putting uh, going into second place? Uh, let's see. Second place. I don't know. I kind of want to put Atlanta up there. Uh, would I be kind of reaching too far, thinking that Atlanta might be doing better this season? Uh, no, no.
0: I had the same thoughts. I, I was going to put them in the top half for sure.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like they're turning a leaf. I know that they've kind of struggled the last couple of seasons. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they're turning a leaf, and this season they're probably going to be doing much better than uh, last season because even last season, they, uh, even though they did do well, they didn't do like top three well. They finished fifth. Uh, so for me, I'm going to have them in second. Uh,
0: I'm actually going to agree with you here. I was thinking about putting New England in second, but I believe, you know, it's hard to be perfect two years in a row and be first place. I don't think that ever happens. So I'm going to put Atlanta in second place as well, considering they have mm-hmm. Gonzalo Pinada, Chivas legend. Um, yeah. They have Gonzalo Pinada in his second season, so he'll finally get the better hang of that. Joseph Martinez was coming back from an injury last season, so he wasn't 100% for the full season now i do expect them to be at the top top level of the game changer that he is so he should be able to provide a decent amount of impact for them and they also broke uh the mls transfer record for like the third year in a row uh mm-hmm. i think spent 60 million dollars on one of the top players from argentina uh wow.
1: so uh yeah i'm gonna put them in second Yeah, and if I could add one more thing on that, um, which I completely forgot about Gonzalo Pineda being their coach. uh, Coming from Seattle and spending all that time as an assistant there, I mean, we talked about how great Seattle and consistent they have been. So it's only fair to kind of give him the credit that he might have some of those tactics up his sleeve as well to bring Atlanta to some consistency
0: yeah exactly
1: um moving on
0: uh rolling right on i already mentioned this uh new england i was gonna put them at second but i feel like atlanta would beat them to it new england i don't think they're gonna have a huge drop off same coach basically the same squad they lost one of their good players but they did bring a couple of decent ones in so i still think they're gonna be a very competitive team so i'm gonna have them in third they do lose matt turner though but they, not, they
1: replaced them already. so Yeah, and it's not that I'm trying to copy you. I think it's just coincidence that we're putting these uh, teams in the same positions. But I also have New England as being third. Like you said, it is very tough to go back-to-back, extremely excellent uh, mm. runs. So I feel like they'll drop off a bit, especially yeah. with that loss of a player. So I see them dropping off, but not too far down. So I see them in third all right who's who's finishing fourth for you (sighs) fourth um at this point it starts getting
0: tricky the first three teams are kind of easy
1: yeah because i mean philadelphia i i don't believe that they're always consistently finishing that that high are they who philadelphia sorry yeah uh they are They're, they're one of the decent teams really yeah okay well, and that would be my pick for fourth, really. Philadelphia Union? That's not a bad shout. Philadelphia. Uh, so Philly is going to be my pick for fourth. Um, I'm Did- not too familiar with their squad and, and their play, but I do know Andre Blake is a beast when it comes to being at goal. Um, so between that and having performed so well last season, I feel like they'll drop off a little bit, fin- having finished, I believe, second last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, not too far down, and they'll be fourth.
0: Oh, pretty good. Okay. Um, let's see. For my fourth place, uh, not to be cliche, but I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you <laughs> on that one. <laughs> I promise you, after this, is gonna change. Um, but. Uh, Philadelphia Union like I said they're always one of the top teams including them out of your top five I don't think it should be a thing because they're that consistent as well they're mm-hmm. one of those teams that um, you know like that saying always the bridesmaid never ever bride they're always one of the right. top teams but they seem to never get uh they never pull off the win in the final or get to mm-hmm. the final if anything so maybe it's their season who knows? We're not predicting the playoffs, so <laughs> I'm gonna have them in fourth place. They could be, they could easily be higher than that, but I don't think they're gonna be lower. So I'm gonna have them fourth.
1: Yeah, I mean, when it comes to it, realistically these playoff spots, mm-hmm. whatever order they finish, it doesn't matter. I mean, look at New York; they finished fourth last season and they ended up winning. Yeah. So uh, it doesn't matter if they do finish fourth; they might end up winning the the playoffs okay so who do you have in fifth Uh, let's see I just
0: want to make sure I got all the teams it's easier when I color them out just so I know which one's left over Mm -hmm. okay in fifth Hmm, it's a tie between two teams Uh, okay I'm gonna put Columbus nope I put (laughs) I really typed in Columbus okay Columbus Hashtag Flavortown. Um, (laughs) I I see something about that. uh, I'm going to have... I think I spelled it wrong. Whatever. Uh, I'm going to have Columbus in fifth. Uh, They were the champions two years ago. Then they really dropped off bad last season. And I have no idea why. Um, Mm -hmm. I think they should be able to pick that form back up again. Along with uh, Columbus, Philadelphia, uh, them two are always at the top. I think New New England and New York City were kind of relative newcomers, but they've slowly been getting better as time goes on lately. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to have Columbus at the top. Um, I don't remember. Let's see. Last season, they finished. They didn't even qualify for the playoffs in ninth, but Mm -hmm. um, they're usually one of the teams that's always in the playoffs. So I'm going to have them pick their form back up
1: and get up to fifth. Back up to fifth. Okay. Um... Well, just going based off the last two seasons um, with Orlando finishing fourth in 2020 and then finishing sixth last season um, I'm going to have them actually moving one place back up to fifth Uh, why I don't know just a gut feeling
0: (laughs) okay who's in your sixth place
1: Uh, My sixth place is going to be New York Red Bulls. They're going to be my sixth. I feel like that tends to be their number when it comes to position. Like last season it was seventh. The season before that was sixth. So they finish up there, just not too far up. So I feel like they're that middle of the table kind of team. Um, so I feel like they're, that's where they're going to end up. And yes, even though they got scored on 6-1 to one in the preseason. <laughs>
0: uh, man, I feel so good about that. Uh, okay. 6th. Uh, sixth, sixth, um, I'm going to go with your 5th place. But for my 6th place, I'm going to have Orlando. Because um, last season, they really overperformed. I'm going to have the exact same spot that they were in last season. Um so they uh, they overperformed, they had Nani in there running the you know, pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. Um however, Nani's left now and he went to Italy. Um in Nani? terms of their re- yeah, in terms <laughs> you being Japanese. Um uh, <laughs> in terms of their replacement, they signed Facundo Torres from Peñaro. Pengarol, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm saying like such a white guy. Uh Pengaro. Uh
1: okay.
0: they signed him from Pengarol. Uh, they totally took LAC's strategy because we're the ones that signed players from all but whatever, I guess, for once. The, one of the most exciting wingers, um, they signed him from Pengerol, so they replaced an old guy with a brand new guy who's good. And he's also an Uruguay international, so he's already top, top, you know, of players that were in Uruguay to begin with. So that should give him a lot of firepower. They also have one of the best coaches in Oscar Pareja, and they also have Pedro Gallese, Who's one of the best goalies? Who's the goalie for the Peru national team? So mm-hmm. they're pretty decent. Uh, I still think they're 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 way they're good enough to finish sixth. I also wouldn't have a hard time believing they can finish like up to fourth, if anything. So,
1: yeah, I mean, they definitely have the potential to finish somewhere within those three positions.
0: Okay, it's my turn to go seventh. Even though I see you filled your ears. Okay, so um, in the last playoff spot. I'm going to have, I'm just going to go out on a whim, but I'm going to have Inter Miami uh, finishing off in seventh. Yes.
1: That is a very. It's controversial. <laughs> but yes. remember, we
0: do get a switch one, so I might change this out later. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> but uh, they basically, considering all the sanctions they have, they just got rid of their whole team.
1: <laughs> Fantastic for them finishing that high up. Yeah. Um, because no the idea. chemistry there, obviously. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> are they, you already doubting your choice?
0: Maybe. Uh, I because at first I was thinking like, oh yeah, they finally you know they finally got some MLS level players in there, and not just mm-hmm. a bunch of star or a bunch of DPS that they're not allowed to have. Uh, but then I remember that the coach is Phil Neville.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was about to ask that,
0: Like, who's the coach? Uh, okay, it's too late. Whatever. Uh, I'll I'll probably switch them out. <laughs> okay, I'm going. To, I'll probably switch them out with my eighth place team when I when it's my turn to say it. Uh, they did bring in uh, DeAndre Yedlin from Galatasaray. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see their current season transfers. They got rid of a bunch of teams. They have Bryce Duke. He's good enough.
1: Bryce Duke. They signed. You know what? I'm starting to believe it now. I think you're absolutely (laughs) right. He's going to put that whole team on his back, and he's just going to carry them up there. Kieran Gibbs. I forgot they had him. Ventura Alvarado from San
0: Luis. I didn't even know they had that. Uh, Emerson Rodriguez. Uh, in terms of departures pff, man it's literally the whole team so they sent out Nicolas, Nicolas Figal Leandro Gonzalez Pires uh, mm-hmm. Louis Morgan Ventura Alvaro <laughs> went back to Mexico for FC <laughs> Uh wow. Kelvin Leardom went to the Galaxy I remember that uh, Rodolfo Pizarro ended up going back to Monterrey on a loan Matuidi isn't coming back they only have Iguain left so uh, I don't know why mm. I'm convinced <laughs> That, that's what I'm I believe. I really so. don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I must leave them at seventh, but let's see if I if they're one of the teams that I change
1: out at the end of this list. Yeah. So, uh, for me, um, as you already saw, I ended up choosing uh, DC as my seventh place team. Um, they finished seventh last season, uh, actually eighth last season, uh, but I feel like they'll be able to. Push if they continue this form from because 2020, they did not do well, mm-hmm. they finished 13th. Um, but they significantly improved to eighth last season. And I feel like if they can ride that wave and continue to, you know, be consistent, they should be able to finish uh, in seventh place. Other than that, I really have no other reason for putting them in seventh, other than just their position of last season. Yeah. No, you gotta go eighth now. Eighth, Uh, I'm gonna go for eighth. I'm gonna put your fifth, uh, and I would put Columbus there. Think they're
0: gonna get one better?
1: Yeah, I think that they'll improve. I just don't think that they're gonna improve as much as you think that they're going to improve. It's a lot to improve. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you have for eighth?
0: Uh, For my eighth, I'm gonna go with Bob. I mean, Toronto. Toronto FC, I was going to, I should have just went with Bradley FC because they're both in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with Toronto uh, because they have Bob Bradley and Bob Bradley always does amazing in the first seasons, right? That's true. Um, Not only that, he's playing with his son, so I hope he benches him just because it'd be hilarious. (laughs) Um, That and they're also getting Insignia halfway through the season. So that's, that's gonna be a huge boost. And if it if you wanna have form at any time, it's in the second half of the season. So yeah. last last season they finished in thirteenth. I mean, Bob Bradley's more than good enough to bring him up to eighth without in seeing it, but I think with with that boost, it's it's a for sure thing that they're gonna finish eighth or higher. So I'm gonna have them in 8th
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Oh, and they got rid of Altador, So there's no more. There's no more. Uh, he was causing a lot of drama. At the yeah, crowd, I figured. Toward
1: the end of it. Yeah, I figured. Um, actually, transitioning Stop. to the next position of ninth, um, I'm actually going to put Toronto at ninth. They also have Sancedo. They do, yeah. yes. But for me, I mean, he's not as impressive unless he can bring those really good performances he had the ones that sent them to the bundesliga yes yeah. exactly the ones that sent up to the bundesliga and the performance he had while he was out there that made byron gain some interest in him um if he brings those then yes they're definitely going to be very well set for the defensive part of that but um if he brings what he had at the is for the most part or any of his other performances where he tended to get sent off for very very dumb decisions then um they're gonna be down to 10 players almost every other game Yeah. uh so yeah they're gonna be my ninth team for now
0: i feel like in every in every list you need like one crazy team so i'm just like maybe i'll keep enter miami in there
1: (laughs) (laughs) miami is your crazy team for seventh yeah uh, okay so whose who's turn your... is it? uh well you haven't written your last two but uh, it's your turn for tenth
0: no oh, I haven't even got ninth
1: <laughs> oh wait you haven't even got 9th. okay I'm sorry
0: okay Who so do I'll, you have I'll, for I'll ninth? do ninth and tenth then okay um for ninth who's it gonna be Ah, well, there is that's so tough okay I'm gonna have Gonna have Montreal Impact uh, in ninth place because I team Wilfred Nancy that team is <sighs> Montreal is one of those teams that you just go for like it's one of those teams that it's your second mm-hmm. team that you like you know yeah because I can't find a I don't I don't find a reason I hate them I, I like Montreal so uh, I have them in ninth I'm pretty sure they overperformed last season but I don't, you know what I'm gonna I say overperformed that they finished in tenth. They performed in the first half of the season. Um, yeah. I'll get them to do one better. Ninth place. Uh, they Their coach was good, but at the end of the day, he still had Montreal. Um, so right. hopefully they did sign um, a defender from Nashville, I think. I forgot his name. I know it's like Alistair Johnson. That's his name. Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully that gives them you know that improves their form a bit. I'm gonna have them in ninth, okay, okay, so tenth place team, let me see which ones I got left okay, I think I had my mind made up on this one. I'm gonna go with Chicago Chicago fire, and the only reason they're in tenth place is for Shakiri, and that's
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean he's a pretty great player that can if he brings his like really good game, then yeah. he'll be able to change a lot when he's on the field. I but do also, he has... oh, keep going. Mm-hmm. No, I was just saying he has had kind of a lack of game time, so know. who knows how much effect he might but have. If we know any, if
0: we know anything from Shakiri is that he loves being in small teams, so <laughs> that's uh, true. Hopefully, that means he's gonna overperform. I do hear they have one of the up and coming uh, goalkeepers. So hopefully that does them good. I don't know much else Mm -hmm. about Chicago because I know they weren't that great to watch last season. They finished in 12th. So this season I have them finishing two
1: better in 10th. Mm Okay. Well, for me, 10th, I'm going to go with Montreal. Um, Just because so far I I don't think that they're going to – overperform, like some of the other teams that you've mentioned that have overperformed, who have significantly increased from previous seasons. Uh, but having watched that uh, Champions League game that where they beat Santos, I mean, that shows that they actually have what it takes to, you know, at least put up a fight w- when it comes to this season. Uh, so I'm actually going to keep them in 10th, even though they did finish the same position last season if I'm Mm -hmm. not mistaken Um, so I think it's going to be there but I I feel like they could actually finish a little higher if they bring in the same grit that they did when it came to facing uh, a Mexican team which historically tends to be a difficult game for most MLS teams when they come against a Liga MX team Mm -hmm. so uh, because of that I'm going to keep them intense but I think optimistically they can finish a little higher than that yeah yeah
0: that's why i put them in ninth but i wish there was like an extra number so they could put them in the playoff zone but i don't think
1: right yeah i kind of feel the same about certain teams it's like oh but i feel like they can be part of the playoffs but there's only so many spots
0: yeah so moving on who's your
1: 11th place team uh my 11th place team is actually going to be your 10th place team i think we're kind of like offset in this in these uh Final ones, but I'm gonna go with Chicago on that one, uh, just because I had uh, forgotten about Shakiri So they might, like you said, perform way better if he just goes cr- crazy and starts, you know, carrying the team. Um, but if that doesn't happen, I feel like they're just gonna end up finishing in eleventh.
0: Pretty good. Okay, Who your eleventh for my eleventh. I'm going to pick.
1: um, I'm going to go with New York Red Bulls. (laughs) Is that based on any preseason game you might have seen? (laughs) Maybe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with New York Red Bulls. I just think, honestly, at this point, I'm just like, I think other teams have better additions that are going to move them up the table. Uh, Right. In terms of New York, I haven't heard any big news about New York lately. Not off the top of my head. If I can't remember off the top of my head, then I don't think it's a heap signing. Right. Um, they do have Clayton Clark. Right. I was like, I know him and the guy from San Jose. They have similar names. I hope I didn't get it wrong. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to just put them in 11th. It just... That, at this point i like it's what I
1: feel I feel like they're going to finish off. <laughs> for me it's kind of been like that for the majority of them what I feel it's uh, and a little bit of what their previous track record was um, but uh, for me moving on to 12th mm-hmm. because that's uh, my turn to choose on, on this team uh, I'm going to put Charlotte at 12th mm-hmm. uh, they're the brand new team right yep yeah so they're brand new i mean can't really elaborate on why uh other than cincinnati is terrible and so is miami (laughs) (laughs) and uh, based on what you said of miami while you were putting them in seventh so for all these fantastic reasons uh for that reason, I'm putting them in 13th and Cincinnati in 14th. I'm just going to, you know, fill in those last three. All right. So.
0: I guess I'll fill in my last three then. Yeah. Um In 12th place, I'm going to have Charlotte. Like you. Mm-hmm. Just because they're an expansion team, although based on the news I've been hearing in preseason, not in terms of the games that they played, but just off season, they've been trying to make a lot of signings, and a lot of the deals have been falling through, and the coach has been getting upset at that. So if you're starting off your season with bad news during the preseason, I can't imagine your form is going to be much worse, but I don't think anybody's going to beat how garbage Cincinnati was in their first season. So... (laughs) I'm going to have them in 12th. In 13th place, I'm going to have uh, DC United because they lost Paul Areola. And, right. Um, they finished in 8th. I think that's going to drop them off a lot, not having Paul Ariola. And I don't think <laughs> they got anybody to replace him. Uh, in 14th, I'm going to put Cincinnati. And we all know why we picked Cincinnati to be in last place. Um, <laughs> Vermeer. So, I guess since you were the first one to say which one switched in the other conference, I'm going to say which two I want to switch for this conference. And uh, you've convinced me with the Miami talk, so I'm going to put Montreal in the playoff zone (laughs) because my crazy pick is that Montreal is going to go to the playoffs and I'm going to put, I'm going to drop into miami back out until they switch coaches. That's, (laughs) That's my thought.
1: Yeah, but you seem so confident with Miami. Okay, well, I
0: want Miami to do good. That's the only thing. And I don't even know why I want them to do good. It's just like the amount of branding that team has to be that bad, it's sad.
1: And that Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, if you're switching those two, the ones that I'm switching are Toronto and DC. Uh, You don't think Toronto is going to make the playoffs? No, I actually switched them around. I had DC uh, in seventh and I had Toronto in ninth and um remembering yeah so it just didn't make sense that bob going into his first season with toronto with insigne um and what was the other one they're gonna play like lafc did yeah exactly but pretty much that is the main reason why i'm bringing him up uh so i feel like if it's this first lafc season they're definitely going to be making the playoffs uh, especially, you know, with with the same play style. It's going to be really intense, but um, they can make the playoffs. So that's why they're going into seventh. But they have the potential of finishing higher. I mean, I do have the Red Bulls up there and you have them in 11th. So... That might be the team that switches everything around. Oh, wait. You had
0: Toronto. You already switched Toronto and DC.
1: I already switched them, yes. I had Toronto originally in ninth, and I had DC in seventh. Okay,
0: so never mind. You think they're going to make the playoffs. That's the thing.
1: I think that they're going to make the playoffs, yes. If there was an extra playoff spot, I'd put Toronto in it, but
0: there isn't. So they're going to just barely miss out for me. Hmm, All right. So So, starting off, I'm going to read off the AC Conference first this time. So. In first place, I have New York City FC continuing to perform from last season. In second place, I have Atlanta. In third place, I have New England dropping down a bit from last season. In fourth, I have Philadelphia Union keeping their consistency. In fifth, I have Columbus. In sixth, I have Orlando. In seventh, I have Montreal. In eighth, I have Toronto. In ninth, I have Inter-Miami. In tenth, I have Chicago. In 11th, I have New York Red Bulls in 12th. I have Charlotte 13th. I have DC United and in 14th is FC Cincinnati. I'm pretty sure they're
1: 14th on everybody's list (laughs) until there's something different or some magical thing happens where the whole team just becomes amazing overnight. Uh, They're going to continue to be 14th. Uh, So going down my list of the Eastern conference, first NYFC FC, second, Atlanta, third, New England, fourth, Philly, fifth, Orlando, sixth, New York Red Bulls, seventh, Toronto, eighth, Columbus, ninth, D.C., tenth, Montreal, eleventh, Chicago, twelfth, Charlotte, thirteenth, Miami, and fourteenth, Cincinnati. Although if I had the choice, I'd put Miami and fourteenth as well and just leave thirteenth empty. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Well, agree to disagree,
0: I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's focus on the schedule, the upcoming matches for uh, the start of the season. So, on Saturday, we're going to start off with Philadelphia versus Minnesota United at 10 a.m. I'm guessing that's based on our time zone, which is a Western uh, Pacific, Pacific time. time. Uh, it's going to be live on ESPN.
1: So, who do you think is going to win between Philadelphia and Minnesota? Um, I'm going to get it to Philadelphia on this one. Uh, if I'm going based on my, uh, list, I'll go with Philadelphia winning against Minnesota. Yeah. I think I'll agree
0: with you. What, what kind of score do you think is going to happen? Um,
1: I'm going to go three, two,
0: three, two. Yeah. I agree. This, this sounds like one of those games is going to be
1: high scoring, but the obvious team mm-hmm. wins. Yeah. And it's going to be like a one goal game really, because, uh, I feel like they're not that different when it comes to strength. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Moving on. Let's go to the next game. So we got Columbus playing against Vancouver Whitecaps at 12 30 PM. It's going to be live on ESPN plus who wins this one.
1: Columbus versus Vancouver. Okay. So Vancouver is the one that I said was my random crazy dark horse for mm-hmm. second. Uh, Columbus, I believe I had them, uh, 8th. So, I'm going to give it to Vancouver. I think that they're going to be a surprise upset. Um, I'm going to go 2-0 on this one. I know. I was going to, as soon as I saw this
0: fixture right now, I'm like, I'm going to go for a crazy upset. I'm going to go for Vancouver to win just like 1-0. That's what I'm going to go with.
1: Yeah, that was my first thought, but I'm feeling optimistic with them. So, I'm going to go with 2-0 for their win on this one.
0: All right, so for a game we're going to watch for sure. It's going to be LAFC versus Colorado at 12.30 p.m. It's going to be live on Univision, Tehu Adelaine, and you can watch it on Twitter if you have one for free. So um, I'm going to go with my prediction first. So I think LAFC is going to win because I've been super biased on this podcast this whole time. Uh, I think it's going to be a 2-0 win. That's what I'm going to go with.
1: Yeah, I also think that LAFC is going to be the winner in this matchup. Uh not for any biased reasons, but I just feel like maybe they might come off the high of that six-one win against uh, New York and do uh, get another win, another uh, another win on this game. And my score is going to be three-one.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Moving on, we're going to go to FC Dallas versus Toronto at two-thirty p.m. It's going to be live on ESPN Plus. So, FC Dallas in Toronto. Hmm, this is I want to say it's kind of kind of close. I'm going to out of respect for Bob Bradley, I'm going to let Toronto win. I'm going to also go for a 2-0 win on this one.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with Toronto as well, but my score is going to be a bit outlandish and I'm going to say 4-0. Do you think he's going to play Bradley ball? <laughs> I think he's going to play Bradley ball and he's just absolutely going to destroy them. Um, if anything, I think they might even get one or two goals, maybe above four, but, uh, I feel like four or zero seems correct for this matchup. Yeah.
0: Okay. Moving on. We're going to the trash derby, uh, Austin FC (laughs) versus Cincinnati 3 p.m. Um, out of respect for Austin, I'm going to go for Austin. Uh, also because it's Cincinnati and that's what they do. So I'm going to go with 3-0. I think Austin's going to get it clicking on the first game. This game's going to be, oh, I forgot to say, it's going to be live on ESPN+. plus, The CW Austin and Unimas Austin
1: if you live in there. so Awesome. Uh, I'm going to go with Austin as well on this one uh, just because Cincinnati is bad luck bears pretty much. Um and I'm gonna say it's gonna be two zero, and Vermeer's gonna let one in. Oh yeah, I forgot about Vermeer. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's just gonna be part of that match.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, next game: DC United versus
0: Charlotte FC on their debut, three o'clock. Uh, it's gonna be live on ESPN Plus, NBC, uh, what is that? Southwest Plus, DCUnited.com, uh, and Telemundo. That's weird. <laughs> you almost <laughs> never see window uh, airing Telemundo, in games. Huh? Yeah, okay. you're right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Charlotte, the new team, new kid on the block versus DC United. Uh, I'm going to go with Charlotte winning. Uh,
1: I'm going to give it a 2-1
0: win here.
1: I'm going to say that neither one of them is going to win, and it's going to be a 1-1 draw. Yeah, that's perfectly believable.
0: Uh, all right. Gonna go to Miami versus Chicago Fire at three p.m. Uh, it's gonna be live on ESPN Plus. Uh, they're gonna play. It looks like at Miami Stadium. Uh so mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm feeling Chicago is gonna edge out a one nil win on this one.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you on that exactly on the score as well. It's gonna be one zero Chicago. Okay,
0: moving on. We're gonna go to San Jose Quakes versus New York Red Bulls at 3 p.m. It's going to be live on ESPN Plus, NBC Sports, California. Uh, they're going to be playing at San Jose's home, PayPal Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so on this game, I'm going to get San Jose to win. Trophy's going to score a hat trick. That's what I'm going
1: to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say that they're going to end up in a draw, and they're going to be 2-2. Well exciting game okay we're gonna have portland timbers versus
0: new england revolution at four thirty p.m on fox and fox deportes who's
1: winning this one for you for me i feel like new england's gonna continue their good run of form and they're going to win this one uh i'm gonna go 2-0 on this 2-0
0: um I'm going to make this be a banger of a game. I'm going to say it's a tie 3-3. Three to three.
1: Oh, that'll be exciting to watch.
0: Yeah, hopefully it comes true. All right, moving on to Sunday. So the first game on Sunday is Orlando versus Montreal at 10 a.m. This is going to be live on ESPN+. Plus. They are mm-hmm. playing at Explorius Stadium, I believe. Yeah, that is Orlando Stadium, right? Okay, so they're going to play at home in Orlando. Uh, I'm going to have to give the win on Orlando just based on that. Uh, I'm going to go with 2
1: 0. I'm going to go with 2 1, but I'm going to go reverse from what you're choosing. I'm going to go Montreal as the winner in this one. Interesting. Okay.
0: We'll see. We'll see. Let's see who gets more of them right. All right. Uh, next game it's going to be Atlanta versus Kansas City. 12 p.m. This is another exciting game. Two top teams playing against each other. They're going to be yeah. playing at Atlanta's home, Mercedes Benz Stadium. This is going to be live on Fox Sports 1 and Fox Deportes. Uh, I'm going to try to see if I can watch this game. It's, it seems exciting. So, uh, based on the score, uh, I'm going to
1: say Atlanta's going to get things rolling here. Uh, let's go 3-2. Okay, I'm going 3-2 also. I also wanted to go Atlanta, but I could see this going either way. Uh, but just to make it interesting, I'm going to go with Sporting Kansas.
0: All right. Hopefully that's an entertaining game to watch. All right, we're going to have the LA Galaxy versus the reigning champions, New York City FC at 2 p.m. They're going to be playing in Galaxy's home uh, in Carson. Uh, <laughs> i <I'm> got <going> to <laughs> emphasize that whenever I can. Uh, they're, going to, uh, they're going to pass the game on ESPN and ESPN Deportes. Uh, I'm going to go, even though they're going to be playing at home, I'm going to go for New York City to win this one. Let's make this a 3-1 game.
1: Yeah, I think New York's going to take this one easy, and it's going to be 3-0. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, Houston is going to play against Real Salt Lake at 4 p.m. This is going to be live on ESPN+. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, wait. I think they're playing at Houston Stadium. So, um, it could go either one. I'm going to go for a boring 0-0 zero zero draw. Oh, wait, how could I? Nil-nil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come on, it's in the podcast oh, name. God, my branding. Um, I'm going to go with a 1-0 win for Salt Lake. Yeah.
0: Okay, and the last game of the match day is going to be Seattle versus Nashville at 5 p.m. They're going to be playing at Seattle Stadium, Lumen Field. It's going to be live on ESPN Plus and on Fox Thirteen Plus, I'm guessing if you live in Seattle. So, this is interesting. It's the first game for Nashville in the Western Conference, playing against one of the Western teams, Seattle. Um, mm-hmm. hmm, this is going to be a tough one, being a Seattle home. Since Nashville's so hard to score against, and considering that Nashville has to travel such a long way to play against Seattle, I'm gonna give the win to Seattle, but
1: just barely, so one nil win. Yeah, I'm also going to give it to Seattle, but I'm going to go with 2-0 on this one. All right. And that wraps
0: up our predictions for the first match week. Let's see who gets more correct. We'll let you guys know in the next episode. Um, That's all I got for today. Anything you want to add, Danny?
1: No, I just uh, hope that you guys make up your lists, And then at the end of the season, you can compare and see who got the most accurate one. All right, that wraps
0: it up on uh, the next episode we'll talk about the results from the matches on the weekend and if anything exciting happened. So we'll see you in the next episode. All right, goodbye. Eat. <laughs>